What's up? Oh my gosh. Bye. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> recording in progress. That's terrifying. <laughs> so loud. Is it? Make sure you know. Yes. So welcome back. I don't know. We've been talking for a few seconds before we started recording. So now I feel weird. Um, but how is your morning? Uh, so far, so good. Yeah, just chilling. It's a rainy day. It's really nice. We never do intros, but at least, okay. You just at least say like who you are one time somehow. I'm Sally. I'm a human. Fair <laughs> enough. That's that's something we can't because I've realized I don't. I was on this other podcast last week and the guy did I loved being on it but he did a super like like cool intro like I was walking out onto like a stage he's like uh and with me I have hater from and I was like whoa what's going on <laughs> like oh, yeah. I felt like I was about to walk out to stadium and then it was just like into zoom call so yeah the, I feel like the introduction thing can be kind of like I guess I don't want to say cheesy, but like kind of cheesy because it's like, like, hi, I'm Sally. I'm an artist and a mom. Why? Like it just sounds super like. But why? But why does she sound like that? The other Sally. Why is she so? What is that voice? Where is she from? That's how. That's how I would hear myself like from the other side. I'm just like, oh my god, did I really just say that? I, I I've noticed that like now that I've been I've been a nerd for so long that I've been listening to podcasts like since I was on dial-up like not yes like basically so like I used to buffer them and they would stream a little bit then I'd listen to it then it would buffer again so like and I remember oh, like okay. pardon how long ago is that like in probably the early 2000s when I was like 12 or 10. Like, I didn't even know podcasts like existed back then. That's yeah, a, apparently, let's see, when was the first podcast? Because <laughs> I used to watch this channel called Tech TV. I, I don't, I know that sounds horrible. Yeah, it says 2004 was oh, the wow. first one. And like, and they were all about like weird, like that. So that channel tech TV would always be like, listen to our podcast after the show. And I'd be like, Ooh, a podcast about computers that I can't buy. Like, I don't know. It was a strange, but anyway, my point was that I noticed people like over the evolution of their audio recording or their YouTube channel, their headphone quality changes. So now I'm like, like it starts with these white iPod ones and then sometimes it change color. Then they get like slightly bigger ones and there's a mic here. Then there's lights behind them. Then there's another guy with a laptop next to them. Then there's a second mic. So I'm wondering. Like progressively like as they're keeping yeah. like grading their, their visual yes. performance, whatever. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like some of the stuff isn't necessary but they added anyway, like, especially now that being a podcaster is a thing. Like I fit, I know someone who has, there's this guy who has, so he has a, 
like a long table in his basement and one, a mic on one end and another mic on one end. And that for his yeah, but that's crazy. Whoa, what's going that's on? A, that's Steven's uh gaming setup. That is the best <laughs> gaming set. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. <laughs> oh. like your face I mean, his whole like what's uh, what's happening on the vertical it? screen, like on the wall. No, but that's like, but what I'm saying is like this podcast setup is like not it serves it seems to be like you can it's actually nice to sit close to someone and talk to them not too close to be creepy but like the appropriate amount of oh, now i feel like, like i'm like too close. <laughs> like just i just mean like it's it's weird how i don't know i've just noticed that like people have crazy setups and then i realized it's easy to record just on a mic and then people keep suggesting to me and multiple people like 20 or 30 people have been like, Hey, I think you need to get a mic. It's about time you get some invest in some high quality headphones, buddy. It's like, I, I just, I'll, I'll invest in my groceries and, and not trimming my beard. I don't know. I think I need to get a beard. Trimmer. Do you guys know anything about beard trimmers? Steven might. Um, I definitely don't. He said, do you know anything about beard trimmers? About beard trimmers. <laughs> He's like, what? When I was growing, but I mean, I feel like you're better off just using like He's saying his opinion is that just using basic like hair cutters, but I don't know with the different sizes and stuff I don't know I feel like I have to go to one of those salons where there's like the cool guys with the like wax (laughs) beards and the like they're like every time you say something I'm like that's totally Steven (laughs) no he's uh, he's bougie he's He's bougie I get excited about this. Oh, I'm excited to. He, just, he, just, he also just corrected you. It's a it's, barber, it's, it's, not a it's, 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 a barber. <laughs> okay. I, I, al- I also spent and wasted a lot of time and money thinking that when you go get your haircut, you can just go to a quote unquote salon. If you go to a barber, an actual barber, you are treated completely different <laughs> it's a whole nother world it's a, a man's world atmosphere. there it's not the same thing <laughs> i've right, never i i've honestly i kind of can see what you're saying because i used to go to a barber with my dad when i was a kid and now i'm realizing as an adult i've always just gone to a generic like random place and it's always a horrible haircut the worst place is that this weird actually the best place was this I feel like this is going to be a shout out, but I have to do it in a good, in a proper way because of the way I have to say it. So it's this place that's very seemingly accepting and inclusive of everyone. It was in Chicago. It was called Twisted Scissors. And it was the only place I've ever had a good haircut. And then beyond that, that point, I've always gone to just, I'm like, oh, I'll go there. And then someone does something crazy. 
And then I have to sit there and like accept it and then also tip them and then feel guilty about if I tip them enough. It's like a whole. Right. No. And I, I, I can completely relate even like as a female uh, going to different salons, different places. It's like, it's kind of best to like find one person and like, like a really good person and then just stick to that one person because they know you, they know what you like. They, they understand like, face structure and like all that stuff um I had one dude in Arizona who I always went to and every time it was always like a great experience and just my hair always came out one time I like messed up my own hair I cut it messed it all up went to him and he fixed me for free like you know um I think that that's the best way because every same thing every other time I've gone to like random people um I usually leave with bangs that are like way up here. It's not just like what happened. Yeah, it's, it's like they don't, but okay. I have a question. Do you still do colors in your hair? Like crazy colors? Or am I imagining that this ever happened? Wasn't there ever Wait, a color? Wasn't there color in your hair at one point? Like, didn't you die? Oh yeah. Yeah. It changes. I mean, didn't it's like, and it, and it used to, okay. And then it used to be on your Instagram. And then I was like, and it was like, you're, art would also change at the same time so then now is like wait this is because i was looking at because i feel like we should talk about your art since we kind of last time we didn't at all i think i don't know so now i'm pulling up the instagram thing well it, um like lately i haven't been really doing much like i was doing a lot of uh commissioned pokemon art but I pretty much stopped that because I just wanted to focus more on like Alessa and um, my own personal art. Um, I actually had an app to kind of remind me to do art because I get so busy with like cleaning or decluttering. That's kind of been a thing right now. I think last time I was like working on my beads, uh, organizing them and like clearing out old stuff I didn't want. Um, so I'm just kind of like trying to get the house together and stuff. and. Uh, so that when I do my art, I kind of have a clear mindset doing it, but I'm also forcing myself to do at least 30 minutes of art, like every other day, like at least 30 minutes, try to. Um, and right now it's not anything like crazy. It's mostly, it's just like, I've been working on this mandala. Um, so it's just stuff like that. Something that I actually like, like to do and is relaxing and enjoyable, not like homework or like feels like I'm working you know it's just letting the creativity like just flow <laughs> I see what you're saying and it it makes sense like I keep hearing stuff about like organized spaces being or like a space being reflective of someone's internal mental space so I it's good that it seems like sometimes artists or anyone creating anything has to build up to it like to the like I don't know like you're powering up and then you finally let it out so like but I had a question so yeah. this thing this oh yeah is a piece of your art and then it's put into a mm -hmm. uh, uh, thingy uh, yeah I print out a, a print of it cut it glue it in there and put it on a necklace and then instead of yeah. buying the 80 100 dollars yeah. vinyl record that's framed you can have it as a small piece necklace little piece of art so 
I had a question based on just like so people can understand like commercial stuff or even like even thinking about it. So is there a reason I'm showing it one more time? Some people double down on one kind of art or one kind of like medium and then they try to like heavily market that one thing. So like a person would see that and be like, oh, Sally makes necklaces. And then you could you could draw more things and then make more necklaces and you would build some kind of necklace niche. And then is the reason you don't focus on one thing like that because your brain doesn't want to and you don't want to force yourself to? Is that yeah, the main reason? I think my way of creating has to be implemented into different things. Like I can't just do one thing. <laughs> it's hard for me to just do that. Um, I'm a very like, just, I guess, multifaceted person when it comes to creating, like I see something I'm like, oh, I could do this with that. Like, like I have a drawing that I'm like, oh, one day I'd like to make that into a, a pot for, for a plant like do like ceramic work you know like make this 3d thing into this or 2 2d thing into this 3d thing so it's like i'm always just thinking of different ways to like create you know even if it's like taking something and making it new like taking that and making it into a necklace or um or even just randomly seeing something online and being like oh i want to do that but different my own way like put my own twist on it or whatever um does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it definitely does because I've been I've been just trying to understand the difference because I'm also like that. Like I do so many different weird things that it doesn't sometimes it's difficult for people to palette that there's so many different things. And then and then if it's not difficult to palette, then it's just like, why do you do so many different things? And obviously it's from a I'm not saying that both of us are like extremely privileged. But obviously, there's some level of privilege involved in like whether it's not like it doesn't have to be like financial privilege necessarily, but even the ability or the the will to do your art. Like you said, you did art in spite of everything. So even that is kind of a privilege that some people don't even have the will to push against outward pressure. So that's why I've been trying to understand why some artists spread it out. And then some artists are like, oh people like my necklace I'm gonna make 10 necklaces 15 necklaces and they like go so deep into it that then 30 years later they're still making necklaces and you meet them and they're more passionate than ever and it's just like like at the Tucson gem show that I just went to there were people who had been doing the same thing for like 35 years 40 years and they seemed as happy as I could imagine they would have been 40 years ago and it was just like confusing like their hand does the same motion almost every day, year after year. I think for some people, like, I don't know what I was going to say. Um, for me, it's hard for me to just do one thing all the time. And that's, that's just a statement. Like, that's just one statement. Um, another thing is, like, I think with art, it's the one area where I'm like, I don't care what anyone else thinks. It's the one area in my life where I have complete control over it. So whereas everything else, it's like, I can't control how someone thinks I look. I can't control how someone thinks about, you know, what I say. Um, 
but when it comes to art it is the one thing I can like control so for me I don't care what any other people like other people think I've had many people tell me like who's your audience like who are who are you trying to like target in in the art like people who like art whatever and I'm just like I'm not trying to target anyone I just want to make art put it out there if someone likes it they like it like it's for me it's not for other people necessarily it's when someone makes a connection to my artwork that is so meaningful to me because they're connecting with me not something that I'm just making for them you know it's it's funny that you're saying well it's not funny but it's I've noticed people would say then like well if the art's for yourself then why do you put it out there but it's like the process of release or sharing is can be like a selfish intention it's not like you're actually sharing it for the other people but it's like putting the art outside your body is what you're doing actually and then people are like well why are you uploading it on the internet well that's one way to get it all the way out of your system i feel like i don't know if yeah, that's outlet yeah it's so like poetry, you know? i have a i have my whole poetry page no one buys my poetry but i put it out there because it's a part of me that I want to share with other people. And when mean people make a connection to that, even if it's five, 10 people or one person, that's a connection and that's important to me. So. Yeah, it's, so is it, do you think, I guess why is personal connection more important to you than mass success or like critical approval or I guess consensus acceptance it seems like it doesn't matter to you but partial acceptance which is like I don't mean like in a weird way I just mean in a human sense you do have normal social needs that you're identifying like you want to connect with humans over your art but you aren't doing the thing where people are like oh everyone's making uh, AI drawings with their prompts I should do this everyone's doing this I should do that so I'm wondering like do you think something about your upbringing makes you value personal connection more or i mean of course you know our the way we grow up affects us a lot and i definitely didn't have that connection like growing up with whether it was with like relatives friends but like i moved around a lot because we were kind of like homeless so like we were like moving around a lot so i would make connections and then lose them real quick like i like for instance i literally went to a school for a day made a bunch of friends in the classroom. And then the next day was taken out of that school. And there are a lot of instances like that where I lived with people and then within a week or days I was gone. Um, so I think that definitely says a lot about creating those connections and like having them last, you know? Um, something as simple as that, even me and you, like when we met, you know, we didn't really converse or anything. We yeah. just met we're just two yeah. like bodies and wait, we see so, each other. <laughs> so wait now I'm trying to remember something did we meet because I was I found your art online and wanted to share it and then you met my ex or did you meet my ex first and then I met I'm you I'm pretty sure it was Emily first yeah Where? because you were, you were her boyfriend and so when we met up or I don't know actually that's what I'm saying I think okay so I'm pretty sure 
when I was running my marketing company into the ground, while I was doing that, I was messaging people to like get more content for the pages. And then I messaged you. And then I think then Emily followed you on Instagram because, and now people are going to be like, whoa, like why? I feel like talking about exes is weird, but like I said, I can't (laughs) deny what, like, how can we change the story? How can I change my story? Even if it's, it's quite like my past is so embarrassing that some of the things I've said on the podcast, I literally think about it at random times of the day. I'm like, I hope my mom doesn't hear that. And it's like from some episode, like last October. And I'm like, oh, when she hears that, she's going to be like, oh. So, uh, so I'm just wondering, I guess. Yeah. So when we and then I feel like we met in person only like one time at at a coffee thing we like, met at a coffee shop um and it was wait, mainly me and talking yeah the whole time. yeah i and didn't yeah she was like that's I, my boyfriend and she mentioned like uh your your instagram name and i was like oh i was like that's cool i was just like okay so like now i have a face to the profile yeah that's um, that's so weird i feel like <laughs> i feel like life is just weird because like i I was pretty definitely in a different state at that time. Like yeah, I, I was since like things were very different. Yeah, but it's it's funny because uh-huh. I basically haven't changed my internal views. I've only changed my external expression of them. So it's really weird. Like I've <laughs> all like uh so I haven't really changed any interests my whole life. I haven't changed my favorite color. I haven't changed my favorite foods. But then my external expression seems like everything must have changed. Like if you look at pictures of me, people assume that, oh, this guy must be totally different from phase to phase. But it's more like whatever trauma I was healing, I wasn't really expressing it in any way. I was just, yeah. I was just morphed. Like I was just some kind of like, it was just so mess, like my body was so tight and weird all the time that like just any experience was harrowing, like any social experience. It wasn't even like anxious. I just nothing, none. So it's funny you said that because I feel like now that I realize how messed up it felt, but how like it felt like I was trapped inside my own body. Mm-hmm. Um, so give me one second. Oh, okay? you're good. Take as long as you need. Wait, can you hear me, Stephen? No, I guess not. But I'm just going to keep recording. So this is interesting because... This is where in a horror movie, something would pop out of the hallway. Um, We're making a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Blumhouses. That's who does paranormal activity. So I don't know. I've also pulled out a lot of beard hair. Uh, Someone messaged me about that they're growing a new batch of psychedelic mushrooms called white albino penis envy so there's that 
if you heard that, that's my stomach. I apologize. Um, and yeah, I I've been talking this whole time. <laughs> really sorry. They will have a headache. No, it's fine. She is acknowledged. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Do I? So there's this uh, guy, Dr. Gabur Mate, G A B O R M A T E, with an apostrophe on the E. And so, Gabur Mate, if you have to remember it, but I'll tell you later. But, but, but he wrote this book recently, and he's like a pretty, like, He's a conventional doctor as opposed to like a out there person with a medical degree saying some crazy stuff. And basically through, <laughs> through studies that other people have done, he's illustrated that like the crying it out thing with kids and like not picking them up and stuff like that really damages them long-term like so much. And I've like, from reading that book recently, I feel bad about the few times where like Xander's fallen and I'm also like hurt and I can't pick him up right away. I'm like, no. So now I'm like always trying to like pick him up as much as I can, even though he's 11. I'm like, come here. And I pick him up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's still, there's, that's the thing is that even for like parents who, you know, may have made quote unquote those like mistakes or like just weren't aware um, you know, there's always room to to heal that to be yes. better, better um, or change. You know, like no, but it's it's true. But there's no harm in saying be better because it's like there's some kind of shame in not being the best. Like you know, like for me, like let's say I have many shortcomings as a person. Now there's a shame in you saying be better to me. And there's also a shame in me for being not the best that I can be. And it's like such a weird societal thing. Whereas like, if you, you can tell someone like, Hey, like you don't run super fast, you can do this, you'll run faster. No one would be offended. They'd be like, Oh, whoa, I can run faster. That's great. But then you have the person who would be offended and be like, why would you tell me that I could run faster? Like, is this, and I, I don't, thought I was my best. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly feel like that's I've been trying my best. Damn it. <laughs> if it feels so strange, so I feel like that's good that you said that because even for adult parent parents of adults, it's not too late to add more physical affection to the relationship. It's not yeah. too late to add more like tender conversations. Like my, my own dad and I had a long like gap of physical affection. There was like extreme physical affection. And then as I became like a teenager and had my own traumas pop up, there was like an extreme lack of it to the point where it was like physical strangers. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm more aware of what was going on, like energetically, it's like I got even more damaged by that lack of affection even on my part, like if I had even been more giving with the affection, I would have benefited more. But that, that lack then created like this weird apprehension in me, like, even up to like a few years ago, when people would hug me right away, I'd be like, Oh, what's happening? Like, why? why are we hugging? <laughs> <So> <laughs> but, yeah. And now I, I don't know, it's just, it's interesting. Did you have 
do you feel like um you know people who have changed that in themselves like you've met them at a time in their life where they're unhealed or like seem weird like i did and then they you see them later and they're much doing much better it's very rare i'm trying to think <laughs> that is very rare <laughs> you, your only friends are digital so you have no say in this <laughs> you're being so mean sally not not I'm getting I, I, I won't say anything to you anymore well that's kind of how we that's it sounds like I'm being mean but we just pick on each other all the time like that's just it's like a tough love type thing that we always do so. you can't you can't you can see my trauma kick in I'm like guys don't fight please <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, and, that's just how we are like, like that you're like hater what's what's happening why are you shaking why are you laying in the fetal <laughs> position on the floor <laughs> we're like always kind of just like you know like busting each other's chops or whatever yeah. whatever the saying is you know what's funny i i like that I'm what like, is the saying? whatever the same is you know, that bust, the same busting chops just busting your ass you know those yeah, yeah. <laughs> see he's gotta laugh at me <laughs> <laughs> it's like you said it you said it like you you're like not from like you don't partake in these human traditions like what is it called the busting of the chops <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> what are we in england <laughs> the busting of i watch chops. a lot of british shows <laughs> okay question have have you ever seen downton abbey it's like it's this british show okay i'm trying to figure out it's it's not good in any way in my opinion but also it's watchable because there are many shows that are watchable that are not good i don't know what that means but i just watched like and i've watched three episodes of season two of indian matchmaking on netflix so i don't know what's wrong with me i'm really I'm going surprisingly back. I've been watching a lot of like shows that where all the actors are Jewish I'm like what is going on here it's <laughs> so weird it's it like uh, how do for the record for anyone listening and my friend Josh who just talked about this this morning on this podcast we officially love all Jews ancient and modern including the ones who crucified Jesus and everyone we're not there's no <laughs> there's zero anti-semitism on this podcast not in oh, no, I'm just, I wasn't saying that like in no, a bad I, thing. I, I I know I just had to say it because I laughed because Xander like my Xander also watches like he watches the Goldbergs and he watches another show that's like has a like a Jewish family in the cast. And then we were watching, we were watching Boy Meets World, the Disney show. Yes. Sorry. No. It's, <laughs> but, well, it's, it's her first podcast appearance. <laughs> I, I got the scoop here. I got it. But in like 2020, 20, when, when will it? She'll be speaking soon. She could be on the podcast. Ima imagine if we're like, so like, do you remember anything? And she's just somehow, because 
you are the way you are she just goes yeah it was kind of dark in there i don't know but before that i was like traveling through the astral plane i think i was like the <laughs> giant mountain at one point then there was like i don't know i feel like it'll be a cool story has she said any words yet she says mama dada um she's starting to point out like stars flowers Oh, God. Is, she, is, she a um, co- is she a cocoa melon baby no good i don't good. like those yes watch it. yes apparently uh i want more shows with like colored people <laughs> this is this is so weird the only thing that she watches is uh this whole rachel thing miss rachel Wait, did you just say colored people? Yeah. I don't think we can say that. Well, we can, maybe. But I don't think it's, I think it's like, isn't it supposed to be racist now? Dude, I don't know. I don't keep up with all that. I think. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know anything. Look, look at, I don't, I literally. I'm still living in the 90s, like mentally. (laughs) You're like in the in the MTV in the MTV like Beavis and Butthead comedy era, so you can just say like outlandish things. I mean, the way I see it, I'm colored. So I'm talking about myself. Like <laughs> for some reason. I just I just want I'm so excited. I want to make this into a little clip of you holding a baby and looking at yourself. <laughs> You're like, I'm colored. <laughs> I'm it's a meme. I'm colored. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine you get that's just it. They have you on TV like, like yeah, you're the uncolored mom. You're like, yeah, so what? I'm colored. <laughs> and everyone goes like, whoa, she said it again. Oh my gosh. Is that really a thing? Like people are kind of like think, against that I think so because yeah. Uh I'm actually looking up pink fong brainwashing right now because uh i mean she's even like um mickey mouse clubhouse but i i I stopped her from watching that too because there were a lot of weird little things that i was just like "Mm, i don't know about this (laughs) okay so this is very confusing i'm what is going on there's it's saying this is a scary article it's from this website called mozartcultures.com and it's like um wow this is bizarre it's saying that there's like uh it's some kind of ritual and evil intentions spark more and more while minutes feel like hours and they, they sing along and manifest the energy for hunting. Wait, what are you talking about? About Baby Shark. Because I got to Baby Shark through Cocoa Melon. Baby Shark? Do yes. Because that's made by the Cocoa Melon people. And apparently it's some kind of brainwashing video. And now I'm so confused. And there's like... Um, it says the, the tune's repetitive lyrics and fast tempo trigger the pleasure center in the brain. And Baby Shark 
originate what is this there's no way it says is ping fong good for kids kids should not watch ping fong content before age two this is in line with guidance from the world health organization that recommends no sedentary screen time until two years of age now i'm scared i think i broke xander i'm scared now yeah i don't we can't this is there's, honestly there's a lot of stuff like that um wait but but also also if ping fong wants to give us a show on on ping fong to prove that they're not brainwashing and sally can do the art then let's ping fong just throwing it out there if you want to prove that you're not brainwashing people just let us make a show okay. i i keep we keep saying like the weirdest sponsors when someone mentions a company but one of them's gonna land one day one day costco is gonna come calling they're gonna be like hey guys like, <laughs> or, or like herbalife white castle white castle <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm um so outside i guess okay so this is supposed to be a chronicle of this stuff yes it is i think she knows that there's a person there which is scary you're aware of me i'm 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 not i don't know why xander asks me why i act scared of babies and it's not that i act scared obviously i i love children but the more i've gotten into the meditation field and like honestly even the more like psych- even says like jesus. why do you look like jesus why do you look like jesus <laughs> <laughs> i don't think like jesus. Jesus. if i had to if hey, I had jesus to, is black if i had to like <laughs> he's not black <laughs> if, I, if i honestly had to think about what jesus looked like I <laughs> He looks like Jesus. It makes me feel Jesus. happy, but also scared. He actually that had dreads. He had dreads. Yeah, Wait, well, he had to pull his hair out before he had dreads, he right? He had dreads. No, they, they grew as dreads. They grew Wait. as dreads. <laughs> Wait, what, are we, is this like the street legend of Jesus? Like, what's going on? Like, what? Wait, I guess I see a lot of different uh, people's perspectives of religion and stuff because of my own very wide variety of beliefs. Yeah, there's all, all this stuff about. Well, okay, wait. I don't remember what we were talking about now. Oh yeah, okay. So we're talking about baby. Yes, but, but okay. So speaking of Jesus, since we're on the subject, it seems like like i've been reading all these strange things about where where jesus got his teachings from and then people are like well he was the like he was the son of god and then it's like but then i don't know are are you familiar with like the like jesus being baptized by john the baptist like that concept so basically like john the baptist was a person who had followers and then Jesus was originally one of his followers at one point. Hmm. So it's it's interesting that the universe would play itself out like that. 
you know what i mean like why would god show up and i'm not saying this didn't happen i'm just saying it's like a an interesting thing it's like it's interesting that people like to talk about things in one way and then there's a historical i don't know it's just i don't even mean to get into christianity specifically but i just feel like no one wants to accept that if the universe or source is manifesting in the body of a person sometimes it's not as it's in a biological vessel still so i said it was so it's like i don't know it seems like it everything wouldn't be as it seems but we got to this through jesus having dreads and i don't and now some people are going to say jesus wasn't a follower of john the baptist so this is a good religious conspiracy that we've brought up someone can she thinks yeah so i knew it i knew it i knew you knew like yes and now i'm finding all these questions why did john the baptist not follow jesus nor was he chosen by jesus as one of the 12 disciples i don't know what's going on here but have you been have you been feeling i guess we're talking about religion and spirituality but it's totally fine this is good for the podcast people if someone cannot listen to a baby then they have issues like there's so much they need to like i should just do that randomly in the podcast just like baby babble just to check like patients check people um, have, have you um do you feel that you understand like you're have you been having any thoughts on your soul or your purpose or just spiritual introspection in the time that you're like you're suddenly a mother and you're doing less art and you're doing all these other things how do you feel right now about like all the stuff that you've talked about and made art about this whole time like i guess in a in a funny way how are your chakras feeling honestly like it's hard to say because i feel like very out of touch with it because i'm not focused inward as much anymore um i kind of feel like i feel like i'm balanced i don't know if i am because again it's like i haven't really taken the time to like sit and meditate like on each thing um but like what as i'm going through things and like clearing things out of like my life um a lot of my crystals and stuff were like kind of got purchased for like with the intent of like healing my chakras and stuff but when i come across them now i kind of feel like i don't need them so i feel like that's kind of like a like a sign that I've probably like mended a part of those of those areas that needed healing or some kind of like I don't know like a clearing or realization or whatever it was whatever it is um the past like five six years have been a lot of 
clearing, I right. think, and like unlayering things that just were really holding me back, holding me down. Um, are you getting robbed or something? What's going on? <laughs> you okay? <laughs> You're looking around like someone's someone's here. I'm all alone. <laughs> this gets barking at the door for some reason. Oh. I guess I'll go check outside, but I don't think anyone should be here. What game is Steven playing? It sounds so cool. I think Daisy. Zombie. Oh no, zombies. I got I got <laughs> too stressed out playing. Because <laughs> now they're so crazy. Like it Resident Evil was easy. The zombies were like, oh, like slow walking. <laughs> Now they're like running, jumping, mutating. I know, right? Before, like, they're like, what is it, Shaun of the Dead style zombies? And now, like, they're like mutated and stuff. It's just ammo. I've got. They have guns. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The the zombie is like like a Giga Chad who's like, he has a Trump hat on, just chase. I'm not saying, but like, they really have very detailed, complicated zombies and things now. There's also, <laughs> wait, now I feel like I got two anti-Trump. So let's say there's also, they're probably Biden zombies. Maybe Biden is a zombie. We don't know. Buddy. We, we do, you we do not what know. <laughs> yeah, it seems like, but it's, it's weird that like so zombie like if you look at media it's like uh i don't know why i walked around and now i'm like i guess i walked so now it's part of the thing um it's it's weird that as media became more like i won't say like loose but like as as fiction opened up more like like so like i guess i'm saying like a lot TV in the 90s and 80s, science fiction and fantasy slowly took up more and more space in media and fandoms increased and like conventions became a thing. And then it seems like over time, as that's become more accepted as being acceptable fiction to expose your brain to zombies and things in the same category vampires um it seems like slowly spirituality also tied tied into that let's work our way back in excuse me like um if i drank too much of this energy drink (laughs) it was supposed to be healthy but they maybe the rock was lying because it's the rock's energy drink but anyway um it seems like then do you remember that show charmed did you ever so yes and it seems like so then witches became mainstream and then witches became cool and then like slowly more people i don't know i feel like media has been slowly morphing into where now you can see a ufo report uap report on cnn and it's like yeah that's that's fine because you've watched so much stuff about it or now if you hear about someone like to it yeah in a way like they they weren't okay with it till they programmed us to be okay with it and now they're okay with it now you can say meditation can help cancer patients 
and that mm -hmm. thoughts can change brain structure because you've made us, you've made enough products to sell us about those subjects. I think there's an opposite perspective on that too, in the sense of like, because people see so much of that in movies that it's fictional. So like, there's a lot of people who- Okay, okay, like, I see I see what you're saying. They're like, oh, that's just in the movies. There's no way that energy heals, that everything is energy or that, huh. you know. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know what, okay. What if, I'm just saying there's no, 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 I'm glad you said that. No, 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 you should. I'm so glad you said that because it's weird. That's how I also say what you're saying. But then I also say the other thing that I just said. So I'm wondering how those, because like I see a lot of things in, uh, there's a lot of like deep spirituality in Marvel movies for some reason. Like they include a lot of weird like soul stuff, reincarnation life and death stuff from ancient texts where I'm like, wait, why is this here? And then I realize that it, then I say like, oh yeah, to make it into a joke. Like it's the, but then at the same time, by putting it in the minds of people, it's like, it's more discussable, but it's still a joke. So I get what, like, I feel like the thing you're saying is absolutely true. And it then allows for this weird, like, like the TikTok spirituality thing to arise where people can create content about it and talk about it endlessly but at the end of the day it's just another thing that you're like yeah this is real but when i'm sick i'm gonna go to the hospital yeah this is right. real but actually nice guys don't win or nice girls or nice people don't win like it's like because so. it, it's like on my like for for example like for my tiktok feed like dr strange um someone would take that video and make it into like a whole like this is real, like these things really happen. You can really access this and all this stuff. But then, you know, something like Steven's TikTok where they might just show clips from it and it's just like, oh yeah, this movie was great. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 like, that, yeah. yes, that's very, and it's strange that it's almost like, obviously the <laughs> algorithm is, pardon? It's like fantasy to people, to some yes. people. Yes, and then by, but then also there's like quantum physics, which then literally proves that things are invisibly connected. And then by by making quantum physics seem like it's a joke or a fantasy, you keep the lay person or us out of the elite levels of science that basically end up tying back to spirituality. Like it all, everything leads to the same place. Like it's like, if you do enough math, all the high level mathematicians are very spiritually weird people. Like I found, <laughs> I found out that, you know, that, that math theorem, the basic geometry one, Pythagoras, the Pythagoras theorem. Like, yes. Like it's so basically, yeah. It, it, so Pythagoras was like a bizarre, like he had his own cult basically. Okay. Like a, a literal religious cult that was based around numbers and the specific powers that numbers had. And his focus was on that aspect of numbers as a put like mathematics or geometry as a means to uh, transcending humanity. So he, the numbers were just like uh, the method by which he was doing his magic. And he had all these different methods of 
Like basically it was, it was literally a magical cult. And it's, it's interesting that at the high levels of every field, you end up getting into like spiritual stuff because then you max out on all the achievements and you're like, wait, what's about, what's going to happen when I'm, what's next? And then you, everyone's like, like, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you said that made me say this because I guess I'm, I let too loose sometimes and I don't know what I'm saying. Um, maybe it was the Dr. Strange reference, I don't know. Yes, maybe. I guess, I guess, I don't know. It's, it's just weird that when oh, I- Oh no, it's, I think it's, it's the comparison of like fantasy versus like what's logical. Yeah, like, and so in that, do you think, even energy stuff now with the, and we'll call it energy stuff because if we talk about it too seriously or like we know too much, we become those people. Like they're these people, like say you and I talk about entities often, but we don't say too much because I feel like that's how you catch like a weird, like someone's like, oh yeah, this, uh, I actually know this ghost named Charlie and they tell you a lot of details about this entity that's bothering them. And I feel like that's possible to know these things, but I feel like spirituality or this, the other side of things is a lot looser. Like it's a lot less like it's not empirical. It's more feeling based. Like the data you gather is through some kind of non-mathematical gathering system. So I mean, you know, it's interesting because me and Steven are so like polar opposites. It's like, and we've talked, we recently talked about this, like something that I feel, you know, or that I understand and have experienced is going to be different to try and convince him, like, this is what happens, you know, if he's never experienced it, if he's never, you know, been exposed or like, like I said, experienced, you know, what, what I've experienced, you know, it's, it's hard to, to, to convince or show you know yeah. literally show someone it's like it's- unless unless you secretly dose them with mushrooms <laughs> but but i'm not saying you should do that i'm just saying no he would he would not like <laughs> i'm just saying he would see the other side and be like whoa sally you were right jesus is in our living room jesus is like hey guys <laughs> Chilling with Buddha. <laughs> I honestly at this point I'm so confused about who's who. Like I don't know because I don't because I don't know. Let's not talk about Buddha because I'm like if you just type in Google who who is Buddha, not even who was. If you just type who is Buddha, they have they're like it's Siddhartha Gautama, right? Like the the one person who's referred to as the Buddha. And then lately, I've been reading these stories about this king that made Buddhism popular called King Ashoka. Hmm. And a lot of stories are about him. Because apparently, so Buddha never talked about Buddhism or Mm -hmm. anything like that. He taught this other thing or the meditation he taught was called Vipassana 
which is like that's what people teach now that's the main popular meditation now but then the this other king later branded the religion and well and he was super violent and crazy and then he suddenly found out about uh buddha's teachings and is like oh yeah now i need to spread this goodness stuff and then started like being a super good guy but i'm just like i don't know anymore what is really like what value to find in these big not religious institutions but like these not even organized religion but these structured stories about these masculine heroes who are like yeah there's something suspicious there and i can't i can't seem to put my finger on it but i keep find and then P, i actually have people who tell me like yeah because women weren't heroes bro like they just weren't, they weren't like god wasn't talking like you literally seem crazy like if a person reads the bible and then thinks that it doesn't imply that god would have spoken to some of his children who are women during this time and then allowed them to express it it just seems odd so i'm wondering where all these expressions have gone because i know for sure that statistically we know now like you and i are talking you've had a direct experience with the other side and you've been saved essentially like how how muslims or christians or people specific people love to say that you've been saved well technically we have from our misery somehow and i'm wondering if you say that about yourself then no for me it's more like a guide yeah. a guided thing because i'm well, not completely healed or saved i'm still right but what being but, left, it's like okay. yeah, but i think people would consider where you're at saved somehow but to that like outside of the like, right yeah. but that's that's i guess what i'm trying to, but then someone will say like well she hasn't accepted her lord and savior jesus christ so she's not but anyway like i'm it's th these things are important because i feel like it's like the structure well america's built on this like freemasonic christian structure of like strange like like a judo christian judeo christian i love saying judo christian like judo the martial yeah. art yeah. yeah i don't know why i say that but, like jesus uh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. i'm gonna tell my friends this is a good one well there is a ufc fighter who his whole brand is jujitsu he's israeli and it's like j-e-w jitsu it's pretty good like the asu group uh what is the group called they have like a catchy catchphrase for like a jew group jewish like gathering this is, group we we are treading in such like scary waters yeah I, we are like all reality though that's the thing that i don't get it's reality it's what is you know i don't see why people are so afraid to talk about what is these are just facts yeah but i guess like yeah and i guess if there was like a a funny wait let me see i just looked for a pakistani group of people to make fun of uh, <laughs> why would you say that <laughs> 
to make fun of. I'm because, not making fun of anything. Yes, but 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 I'm but I'm turning it on myself so I can just so people can feel like I just I guess you know what honestly I say that because I'm so used to like your energy isn't the energy associated with people saying like things that are considered problematic. So even like let's say I say like sometimes when people say female I'm like, I get scared. I'm like, oh, I, I don't, I, blah, blah, blah. and then I'm realizing that it's because obviously my empathy level is high enough to where I really just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. It's not about like wanting to get banned or something, not get banned, but it's like, I really just don't want to upset someone and then have them like have that weird feeling in their stomach. And then I realized that as, as a... <laughs> You, as a as a human i have to trust that i'm not trying to hurt anyone and my speaking ability isn't so bad that i'm just going to constantly hurt everyone but i think that I'm, people sorry go on uh, go ahead go ahead you're talking no i just i'm starting to think that that's like some form of like overcorrection where like there needs to be some balance between being able to speak and then of course if you say something offensive be like oh my god i didn't realize i apologize i will retract the statement but i think that we live in this weird like it's not even cancel culture it's even social like there's a escalation rate that isn't conventional so like i'm always worried about saying the wrong thing because people get offended at a rate that i'm not used to it's like instead of 1% per insult it's like you get you feel wronged in something but again, I, I think that that has to do with them that they need to like assess with themselves like if i'm offended by something you say that's obviously because there's something inside of me that is making me feel that way it's not you you're just saying you're just talking you know and i think you need to like trust i, don't, I shouldn't say you need to but i feel like it's best for everyone to trust their intuition and like their intention you know obviously if your intention is to piss off women you're gonna be like oh women you know you say it in a way you you say it in a way but if you're just talking casually you know and you know your intention is good trust your own intention you know if you know you're being an asshole you're an asshole (laughs) you know like like obviously there's a reason you're saying what you're saying if you if you're saying it <laughs> it's like people who say i don't mean to be rude but yeah da, da, da. if you don't mean to be rude then don't say it yeah, that's, yeah it's so true like it's and i guess adding but i guess at the same time it's important to for people to know that they they shouldn't be saying things that that offend people like um like you shouldn't be saying things that you already know carry the energy of of offense. You can always reframe something or bring it up in a way that isn't like combative. And I think that like that it's important to know that that like you should there is no I don't know. I get what you're saying though. I like No, I get what you're saying too. Like words are energy and it's like you take a word and you know 10 years ago okay let's let's use the word gay for example you know 
so many years ago, like in the 40s or something, you know, they literally used that song for like that meant they used that word and all the time and it just meant happy. You yeah. know, like I hear I know so many songs where I yeah, sing uh, along. They say that, like, and it's just like, okay, you know, it's whatever. But then like over time, you know, people put this energy that's attached to it. So like now when you say it, it's like broadcasting this different energy so yeah I get what you're saying yeah um I think it's just it's it's conflicting these days to like talk (laughs) yeah it is and it's and I think it's gonna be for me it's interesting with Xander because like he has friends who say some things that are not okay considered okay socially now like he has friends who will say like like that's retarded they'll and then i'm and then i'm like uh you probably shouldn't say that Xander. and he doesn't but but then i'm like but but this is like allegedly the only country in the world where freedom of speech is like one of our prime directives so why aren't why isn't he allowed to say any word and then it's like i obviously don't it's just strange it's because i feel like context is everything like you said but then yeah but then society has been like people have been i don't know what's going on actually i don't fully understand the social structure of like the earth right now like i don't fully get why we can't just speak and calmly resolve things and it's people would say like oh well it was never that way and it's true i don't i don't know if it was ever a way where humans have been like nice but that doesn't mean that it has to always be that way that's true yeah and it's like obviously something has has to had to happen in order for things to progress progress in any way you know usually when things are different that's when things do change but yeah no that that makes complete i think and that's funny i feel like your optimism or your like hope came in there which is important because even if something's been like my sample size is pretty small like it's only the amount of years i've been alive and then the history that i know of so even if we look at the earth we don't know if it's always been this way like history is proving to be older and older so it's possible that there were like hundreds of thousands of years of completely peaceful loving compassionate humans and now the last like ten thousand have been like the weird ones so i don't know maybe atlantis was real maybe what maybe atlantis was real (laughs) how do you feel about that i'm open to it (laughs) i think it's a possibility i hope i hope it turns out that it is real and that's where iphone technology is leading us to (laughs) some kind of secondary atlantis but then we'll sink again so i don't know and there's that horrible earthquake recently where in like in turkey and syria and it says like five thousand people died oh wow when did that happen yesterday huh yeah it's shocking like i didn't expect that the number is just crazy to read like it's uh yeah, like it's not a no. I when I kept, yeah, I kept reading it, and I was like, uh, this can't be accurate. This can't, but I guess it is. Like, and they keeps it keeps increasing as more people turn out to be missing. But 
Yeah. So crazy. And we're like, we're pretty safe from earthquakes in Arizona, but I don't know what it is like where you are. Are there any earthquakes? No, just tornadoes are the main thing here. Oh. Just like my worst fear. <laughs> Wait, so do you have a basement or what would be the thing that you guys do in that event? Uh, bend over and kiss our asses goodbye. <laughs> oh. You need a plan. I don't know. I've heard. I I don't know if any of this is like legit, but I've heard like supposedly door frames are safe, like pubs. Um. Again, I don't know if that's those are real things because I guess door frames are really like structured. I don't know bathrooms. I think. Um, what about the but... fridge? What about going in a fridge? That seems like. Oh my god. There must be something, dude. There must be like you have shelter and food. There, there, there must be some kind of like tornado coffin that you can just like quickly get into. It's like a yeah, like a pod. I mean, like Stephen, we Stephen is like the the manager for three different apartment properties. There's not a bunker for every single apartment unit, you know. There's not like a big gymnasium underground where all these, the whole apartment complex gathers and goes under, which would probably be cool, but there's not, you know, there's, here's a tornado warning. Watch out guys. That's crazy. I feel like there, it's so interesting that America is like, not just unique and like, like obviously the bizarre influence we have on the earth, like media wise and like culturally, but also like in terms of extreme weather the craziest things like spinning whirlwinds of air like earthquakes volcanoes there's so much random stuff here it's like like yellowstone national park is just waiting to explode like geez like what is going on i think that's the volcano one right i don't know is that yeah one of the national parks has like a giant volcano in it but i don't know which one but it's just it's just weird that like i don't know it's like like there's script writers for the for america's weather are more exciting than other places they're like yeah let's add these like spinning wind demons but i don't know what is what is your plan for the rest of the day today um just hang out um steven's brother's girlfriend's gonna come by they just went on a cruise so they brought back something from, uh, I can't remember the place they went. Um, they brought something back for the baby. So uh, excited to see what that is. And yeah, just hanging out. Uh, I got to clean some stuff, uh, work on art just a little bit more. Um, that's it, hoping to get to be able to like take a, take a relaxing bath and just kind of chill. Um, I feel like yeah. that's, a, that's a good plan. I really want to go on a cruise sometime. I just want to <laughs> eat and lay on water for a long period of time and just see what if my soul can handle it. But I feel we're, like we're gonna plan one. Hopefully, plan one this this year. Um, we got a pretty good tax return. Um, so I like how you specified here. You're like, so you guys know where. Yeah, we're no richie bitches. <laughs> 
<laughs> we just got lucky. We have kids. <laughs> Get a good tax return. That's pretty bad. You, you went you went dark at the end of this. It went like it went it went completely we're like art your soul have kids you get good tax no, that was a joke that was a joke don't have kids they're they're a lot of work <laughs> there's enough people on the planet <laughs> and then, then you just went the completely opposite direction again you're like don't have kids <laughs> that's stupid i'm joking gosh <laughs> see this is how you know i don't have a lot of human interaction because my jokes are just like Nah. No, I I enjoyed it. I was just amused. <laughs> yes, it does. I don't get enough feedback of like, you know what? That's probably not okay to say. <laughs> you place those jokes at the wrong times, so they're able to be taken seriously, even if you're joking. Again, <laughs> my jokes are all, all over the place. <laughs> I feel like you guys now have to start an improv group. A what? Improv? An Im improv group, like those comedy groups oh. where they just like. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm being pressured to join one, so I may. I'll let oh, you know geez. how that goes. I feel like, I don't know, but today was good. I'm glad we, we caught up. But one thing that I wanted to say that we're going to chronicle between now and the next one is any art that you worked on between now and then even if it's small just so we can know what happened between then and now like even if it's like i don't know a scribble there's always something there's always something okay and it was i don't know how to say bye to everyone but Oh, just so you know, I think you look like Prismo. I don't know who you, if you know who Prismo is. Do you watch Adventure Time? Yes. Have you seen but but how how am I? <laughs> how do I look like Prismo? He's in the wall. Like how am I? No, you haven't seen the episodes. Then I'm gonna have to send you a picture. <laughs> There's episodes where he's an actual little dude. <laughs> oh, human Prismo. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I do look like that. Yes. That's so weird. Oh, that's gonna be, so awesome. That's gonna be my Halloween costume. I'm I love gonna, that you see a reference. I'm just, I'm just gonna. Oh yeah. Uh, Xander like always. Yeah, Xander always <laughs> jokes about me growing my beard till it's like a shirt. I hope that happens one. <laughs> oh gosh well yeah thanks again uh for having me again and also like i really enjoyed like your other podcasts like that's kind of one of my goals like new goals is like listening to more podcasts and i usually don't like them but like every time i listen to one of yours i either learn something even if it's not something i'm like trying to like learn it's always like oh wow that's interesting well like I've heard of this or Thanks for all these compliments. Just so people know, you're not being paid for any of them. Oh my gosh. In I any wish. way. Yes, one day. Imagine I just like, after this, I cash up you $2.50. I'm like, so no. listen, if you could include like a few more compliments and a Google review, I can bump <laughs> this up to 750. 
my gosh. <laughs> wait, wait. I found two more quarters. It's going to be $8. No, just, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do yeah. appreciate your podcasts. They're, I, they're pretty, pretty cool. I don't know how to say bye. And I feel like when I press stop video, it doesn't stop the call. So I'm just going to press stop recording and we'll see what happens. <laughs>